0: welcome to the Drive Time News Blast, 30 minutes, 45 for patrons, jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty and justice. This is Monica Perez.
1: And I'm Brad Binkley.
0: Our top story. I hate to do this, but we have just got to dive both feet into the conspiracy end of the pool because Brian Stelter, is that his name?
1: Yes, Brian Stelter of Reliable Sources, most unreliable source on television. (laughs) It's a joke. It's pure propaganda.
0: (laughs) I can't look at him without thinking of you saying that. I just love it. I love it. That's his tagline He talks in his little high-pitched voice. (laughs) I
1: I think he's taking his videos off of YouTube because he was getting mocked so much.
0: Yeah, I never understand. You know, who's the other one? Jake Tapper. Like, why do they intentionally want these guys to seem, I don't know, like... I don't know. Something strange about those guys. But I, my, I, I, my mind was blown when I read this article on CNN.com brought by Brian Stelter. I'm sure he's not sitting there penning this incredibly long, very elaborate article himself. But it was, it's called a QAnon is conspiratorial, dangerous, and growing. And we're talking about it all wrong. I I could actually highly recommend reading it just cuz it's it's a stunning article. One of the things that it gets into is the this Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia. So there's like a few points I want to bring up about this and then it cascades into a whole bunch of other stuff that I want that we both want to talk about. Marjorie Taylor Greene is the congressional candidate in Georgia who will not deny being a QAnon follower. She doesn't admit to being a QAnon follower. She calls it QAnon. So I'm not sure what the story is with her. But my impression of her is she's authentic. She totally believes in Rush and Hannity and and doesn't think there's has never found anything she didn't like in stuff coming from the QAnon, QAnon or whatever she calls its source. And it seems to me that her story is they probably let her win. They probably could have stopped it, but they let I think they let her win. She seems totally authentic to me, but she's a fabulous lightning rod for the left to say things exactly like what Brian Stelter is saying here. She's a dream girl for them to paint, to demonize, uh, to demonize a QAnon and to also Pressure the Republicans to take a stand against it because you can't just be past all it takes is for one, you know, for for trying evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing, like that's the thing here. So, I think she's there for that reason. I don't think she's in on it. I could be wrong, I think it's weird that she can't pronounce it if she's an adherent. And then, but what they what he goes on to say in this article, uh, he says. He he called there's a subheading called a system of radicalization. And this is what he says. He talks about he's quoting a disinformation researcher called Molly McHugh. Have you ever heard of her?
1: Not not off, not off firsthand.
0: I never heard her name before, but I thought let me just look at who she is. So I'm already thinking
1: how she connected to new knowledge, how she connected to. Younger. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I She might be or might not be, but I will just I am not going to read the entire article that is called ad, uh, adjunct professors qualifications questioned by colleagues. I guess she became a professor somewhere and she this this is what uh one of her, the, one of the colleagues who's questioning her, says McHugh is an example of exactly the kind of journalist whose articles should be corrected by scholars. The claims she makes are outlandish, escalationist, and rooted in a history of working for foreign governments with an interest in influencing public debate in the United States. And she. This is who for... Stelter
1: was quoting.
0: Yes, but she—he's not—he's not citing her credentials. I investigated her credentials. She—she <laughs> she was a. She's teaching a course on Russian disinformation campaigns at the School of Foreign Service. And she has been a... uh, She has served as an advisor to political parties in Georgia and Moldova. She... The course is called Russian Hybrid Warfare. This is at Georgetown. This School of Foreign Service is in Georgetown, which is the... That's
1: a foreign operative teaching at Georgetown is what it sounds like to me.
0: Well, it's the... Is an the operative. anti-Russian thing. Well, she sells herself to other places that yeah. are anti-Russia. So it's all it's just like new knowledge. It's just anti-Russian propaganda here that this her colleagues are saying have nothing to do with the fact she's being paid to be a propagandist to bring anti-Russian propaganda into the U.S. And now she's turning her sights on Q. And she's explaining in, in a lot the same way. So I wasn't even fascinated by her background as much as what Stelter was quoting from her.
1: Yonder has turned its attention to Q. Yonder is what New Knowledge used to be. New Knowledge is the group that admittedly ran a false flag during the two thousand and seventeen special election in Alabama where they were Reed Hoffman. Who funded it, who's also funding Stacey Abrams, and who has also funded many other, quote, Russian experiments where they have intentionally done false flags and campaigns around the country. This is open. They've, They've done this. They've admitted to doing this, and they're still doing it. So that group, Yonder, used to be New Knowledge, also turning its attention to QAnon. They are pushing this hardcore right now. Yeah.
0: I, and I, my guess is, I mean, it's, it wouldn't surprise me at all if she's actually related to some of those people, has had interaction with some of those people, or it's just a parallel track. But this is what m- made my jaw drop was that she, she said, uh, she said it, this cue was a cognitive cancer. Stelter says, I asked her to elaborate. Here's what she wrote. This is her quote. QAnon offers its adherents an addictive alternative reality that requires their participation. This is for you, Binkley, that requires their participation. And through this participation, draws them into the elaborate architecture of the conspiracy. That's
1: almost exactly what The New York Times wrote late last week. Almost the same new reality. Like
0: you've. Always said about what Indivisible does.
1: Yeah, Indivisible does the same thing. This is I mean, the this same is techniques that they use. It's the classic. same indoctrination process. They use this in prisoners of war camps at, back in the 70s and 80s. And they are parroting the same attacks from the New York Times, the, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, and now CNN, Brian Stelter. This is a hardcore coordinated campaign against the idea of QAnon. I think they're trying to turn it into even bigger than what Pizzagate was. And they don't ever define what QAnon, what it means to be a QAnon follower. Some people believe... QAnon is an idea, a theory that you do your own type of open source research. Others believe in that there's a Q person themselves, like an actual person. There's a lot of different beliefs about what a Q supporter is, but they intentionally leave that kind of foggy so that they can throw any idea they don't like into the Q bucket and demonize ideas and people with it.
0: And they go further. She goes further in this by saying, so, so she, does that whole participation draws you in thing. Yeah. And then later says it is, it's driving organizations of armed. uh, um, I can't read my own. (laughs)
1: Online disinfo causes real harm.
0: It's it's I I really want to find it. If you give me a second, I I scribbled it down, but it I absolutely want to read the actual quote. Okay. She says, let's read the quote
1: right after this. 653 8838. Be sure and check out Neighbors, y'all. They got great people, great company, great prices, and really just a fun, welcoming environment.
0: Molly McHugh, a uh, propagandist infiltrating, uh, cognitively infiltrating the American psyche, says about Q, and Brian Stelter is promoting this on CNN, these beliefs. So she said earlier how that the Q thing drags people into this unreal world of conspiracies and it seems OK because it's virtual. But then she says these beliefs are driving the organization of armed movements and attacks, hampering coronavirus response and inspiring adherence to plan domestic terror attacks. In other words, it's a system of radicalization
1: this This is a classic example of the people who are actually radicalizing people saying that the other people are doing what they're doing.
0: The same techniques. And that is exactly what new knowledge did. They said, well, don't blame us. We were just mimicking Russian techniques. But the Russians have never been caught red handed the way new knowledge was in yeah. destroying Roy Moore. Yeah. Destroying and him. Really changing the balance of power in this country yeah, by turning and they try Alabama to blue that, in the Senate.
1: And yonder slash new knowledge. What they're doing right now is they're focusing on corporate work and they are taking Making all of this, these corporate messages we're hearing that are making the Black Lives Matter statements, all this social responsibility, this is all stemming in large part from yonder who is going to these corporations and saying, these disinformation tactics are tearing you apart. Here's what you must do in order to save yourself so you can still have your audience. And they tell them to do the social justice messaging. And... That is a comment of of disinformation causes real violence, a- and they're still ignoring that story from earlier in the week where actual disinformation that claimed that a teenager that was unarmed was shot by a police officer in Chicago, and it caused those riots. That's actual disinfo causing real violence. Nobody cares about that disinfo, yet we have this kind of made-up idea that QAnon's causing real violence. It's It's backwards. Everything's backwards.
0: Well... You know what else is backwards? Something that you were telling me that I thought was pretty funny. Speaking of stelter, was the CNN thing. What was he saying? I'm not CNN thing. He's on CNN, I think. Um, Oh, reliable sources. Speaking of backwards. About 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 Biden. Biden. Yeah, so
1: he has a panel discussion This past Sunday And he posts He starts it off He premises it with He shows all these videos Of Sean Hennedy And Rush Limbaugh Attacking Biden For cognitive declining Or whatever (laughs) And then he kind of Sums it up with The right wing Has all these people Who are built And designed As attack machine Against Joe Biden And then he goes To the panel And he says Have you ever seen Anything like this? Is there There's not a left wing Attack machine Built and designed Specifically to attack Donald Trump is there. And every single person on the panel goes, nope, there's not. No left wing attack machine against Trump, but definitely against Biden on the right wing." It's unbelievable.
0: No, So you told me this this morning, not knowing that I had just tweeted a couple of things demonstrating that exact phenomenon, but in opposite. So let me just tell you the the difference. And then there's a real story behind it. I wanted to get to what I, I was just shocked because I guess Trump said something about I've got to look into this Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris uh, birther question. Are you familiar with this?
1: I'm familiar with the racist question that popped up again.
0: Okay. Well, oh yeah, okay. That was saying. that was what got was trending it, on it, Twitter. It. Okay. So so CNN goes into how it's too, totally dangerous to ask questions like that. So Trump said I, I have to look into it, I don't know. To even suggest that it's worth investigating is racist. Is terrible. I I don't, I don't know if it said racist, but like it um did. Yeah, I believe you. Irresponsible. But I just had pulled a couple of quotes from it. It, That CNN article, which was Anderson Cooper based. It said, quote, it was incendiary nonsense and, quote, a birther lie. And I had tweeted like, this is journalism. It's it's a legit question. Then I saw a Newsweek article, which basically starts with the same thing. Trump's a complete a-hole. This is an awful question to ask. However... It's completely valid because we do not know the answer. (laughs) And I can tell you, I mean, it's actually an interesting underlying story, which I'm happy to just give you a couple of points about. Yeah,
1: give me the overview.
0: Okay, so I actually was aware of this, that if you I think it's the 14th Amendment. It says that you to be the citizen that can be a senator or the president, you have to be a. Natural born citizen and subject to the United States. So if you're born here, so like the idea of having just being born here enough to make you like a full citizen like that isn't actually accurate, because like if you were born here, but you're a subject of the Queen of England and she can call you back for like a census or to be drafted or something like that, then you're not subject here fully subject here. You are subjects of her. So that can change as you come of age or if your parents are naturalized before you come of age or like I was naturalized, believe it or not, as an Irish citizen. And because I was naturalized before my children were born to me here, I could then in turn naturalize them as Irish citizens, which I did when Obamacare came down because I have a son with Down syndrome. And I thought, well, like, they, they're not prejudiced against people with Down syndrome in Ireland. So I wanted to have a place to go in case things got ugly here. And so I learned about those laws. So listen to this. She was born, Kamala, Kamala Harris was born here to her parents who one was born in Jamaica and one was born in India. And the father claims that he was naturalized. It is, there's no evidence that the father or the mother were naturalized before she Before Kamala Harris became turned 16, in which case, although she's a citizen, she's not a naturalized citizen until unless she actually takes steps to become naturalized. So she herself might already be in violation of the Senate citizenship laws and therefore it would promote that. But remember, there are always legitimacy questions since 2000 from the hanging chad to the 2004 Diebold machines to 2008 and 2012 Obama's birther thing to 2016, which would have been Ted Cruz's being Canadian. Um, Hillary as having illegal undocumented voters and Trump's the weakest one is Trump's Russian interference. And now we have on the Democrat ticket, another one and the mail in voting. It's all about legitimacy because that's how you get democracies not to accept the mob rule that we signed up for. When the New Yorker magazine asked Mark Zuckerberg how he gets his news, he said the one news source he definitely follows is Tech Meme. For more than two years and nearly 700 episodes, the Tech Meme Ride Home has been Silicon Valley's favorite tech news podcast. The Tech Meme Ride Home is a daily podcast, only 15 to 20 minutes long, and every day by 5 p.m. Eastern, it's all the latest tech news. But it's more than just headlines. You could get a robot to read you headlines. The Tech Meme Ride Home is all the context around the latest news of the day. It's all the top stories, the top posts and tweets and conversations about those stories, as well as behind the scenes analysis. The Tech Meme Ride Home is like TLDR as a service. The folks at Tech Meme are online all day reading everything so they can catch you up. So listen to the one podcast anyone who's anyone in Silicon Valley listens to every single day. Search your podcast app now for Ride Home and subscribe to the Tech Meme Ride Home podcast. Tech Meme Ride Home, which is a podcast um, who obviously supports the show. We want to support them. They... They really get into the nitty-gritty of the tech stories. So one story I thought was interesting and a little nuanced that they're gonna cover today is the this Google and Apple are duking it out with Fortnite over in-app purchases. So they deplatformed Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite is fighting back with uh a lawsuit not for money but to like his injunction anyway it's a little nuanced and this is the guy tech meme ride home is going to explain it on today's show so check that out give him a little subscribe give him a little love for supporting our show but i do want to get back to the kamala what the hell is her name camel well right? here's the thing because camel, they pointed like it out if i don't think it's, ca- it's not it? the camel
1: it's kamala as oh, opposed it's to Kamala. 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 That Not I think Kamala. but because they've pointed this out, now we all it's caused it more confusion and people are gonna be going back and forth and that gives more opportunities to call people racist. I think that's on purpose to make make people confused. It's so definitely
0: can, making people confused, is it? Is it? Well, I mean, because like we no, get it's our not racist, but you have to understand,
1: everything is racist. They went ahead and preempted this with that little letter that they sent out to the news networks of things <laughs> you cannot it say. It oh, was a long letter what? about how you're not allowed to say these things. Or they implied you shouldn't say these things because of whoever his VP pick would be, and if you did say him, you'd be called sexist or racist, and that is already playing out. It, the birther thing, the top Wait, trend seeing- was about how racist the birther thing. That Trump's quote was bigoted, racist, and evil.
0: Did you tell us this list before? This is the first reading of it. No, I read some of the list to you during the show. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. It was like a, a more elaborate. It wasn't just like you can't say these words. It wasn't a list of words. No, it was just sayings, got it, got it, and it was got it, got it. common. Yeah,
1: okay, it was common ways that you criticize anyone who's running for office. But they oh, yes, said you can't that. say them <laughs> yes, about yes, the vice oh, president because oh, it would be racist in that context. I
0: didn't snap to it because there was nothing racial in it. Right. So, like, I was like, I don't remember you telling that's me the a trick. list of, of
1: race words. Everything's a racist dog whistle. That's the, that's the yeah, trick. That's that, the way they, I, I
0: hate stuff like that. It would have made me cringe
1: yeah. to the max. So it wasn't actual racist things. It was just <laughs> no, things they okay. are going to say <laughs> right. are racist. Of
0: course. Or you wouldn't need to be told. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So Kamala, Kamala Harris's sister. Now, her name is Maya. I don't know if it's a Maya. I don't know. They haven't given us Ma-aya. the confusion on how to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how to say her name. <laughs> but you know how chris cuomo interviews his governor brother on cnn sometimes can
0: you believe his show is called get after it
1: that's the hashtag he uses that's not what the show's that
0: called. was his show on seriously like i was it let's get after it if you want to listen to oh, their to well he says that i start a, to
1: start a show he goes he does his little flirting with Don Lemon. Then he looks at the camera and goes, let's get after it. Hashtag I mean, get I just, after it.
0: I just feel like it's like a bunch of guys doing shots in a car before they go to the club and, you know, the bridge and tunnel crowd in New York. That's probably what it is. I'm sure he does alcohol. Well, I'm not sure, but it wouldn't surprise me. I'm just me. saying that's just such a BNT and t kind of thing to...
1: Well. So we have that relationship, the brothers on CNN with Cuomo and his governor brother. <laughs> so now we I'm have just, a vice. Hold on. Let me get, tell you. I can't get
0: over it. I, but I, ha- that's, I know. We have to move
1: forward or. with the news. Sorry. So. <laughs> Maya Harris is a CNN political, not CNN, MSNBC political analyst. So I wonder how often we're going to see sister interviewing sister.
0: Oh my gosh. On that Are network. you kidding?
1: No. Her like sister works Brzezinski? for MSNBC. As an analyst.
0: How dumb can we be? Mika Brzezinski, Chris Cuomo, Harris. It's like in Italy when Berlusconi was the prime minister and went, ran the newspaper. It's like if, you're, if yeah. Rupert Murdoch became president, you're just like, oh, that seems fair. You're either related
1: <laughs> to somebody who's in office or you're a former CIA or FBI agent on yeah. these networks. This is I, the entire I, cast on these networks.
0: I mean, please at least make me look you up. It's, you know, don't tell like, <laughs>
1: They're just slapping us in the face with Operation Mockingbird, <laughs> and nobody cares.
0: Well, you you shut me up, so you keep go You keep moving forward with the news, Binkley No, I'll we can listen. talk about Chris Cuomo getting drunk,
1: and
0: <laughs> I'm not saying he's getting drunk. I'm just saying he's dog whistling a weird demo.
1: He is so weird. Yeah, you're right. He, the 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 workout, just bro, weird. liberal.
0: Hey, by the way, I, I saw a headline, which the the article said absolutely nothing. But the headline said it was Washington Post headline that said Stacey Abrams could have as much impact on 2020 as Kamala Harris. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm sure. Yeah, Kamala Kamala. I believe it. I believe she, I think her impact might end up being more in 2021. But yeah, this voter suppression thing is the whole narrative. <laughs> oh, oh, it's the whole narrative.
0: I got to tell you one more thing before we move All on from right. the CNN. It was <laughs> CNN is calling It is calling out the government For not suppressing anti fax Lies on social media So like there's just so many things wrong with that But I have to tell you what they put in there Is like the things that the government Needs to suppress on social media Because it's such dangerous stuff That it's going to change the world We're too stupid to infiltrate it Which if we are too stupid to discern it Then democracy cannot possibly work If we're too yeah. effing stupid But yeah. here's what they're worried about Us believing and ruining everything that the vaccinations are full of monkey brains and are a CIA plot to take over the world. Now, there was a monkey cancer virus, supposedly, in an early vaccine. That's a very famous clip that's running around. It probably is a CIA plot to take over the world, but whatever. (laughs) It's a Bill Gates plot to take over the world.
1: I love how they simplify the conspiracy theory just to the base oh, there's just they think there's mucky brains in them. Well,
0: that's the thing. Maybe those are the maybe I mean, obviously they wouldn't have picked those if they were literally verifiably true. Yeah. But stuff like Bill Gates wants an ID that is universal, that transcends nation states, and that can reveal your vaccination status, that is true. It's called ID twenty twenty, and I think India is rolling it out right now. So they're not writing that. But that's that's how that's what we're supposed to think of when we think of anti-vaxxers. A big welcome to our latest sponsor an avid member of the Propaganda Report community, True Hemp Science, experts in CBD with a huge variety of premium CBD from different farms and with different cannabinoid profiles all in one place. Go to TrueHempScience.com slash PropReport for your special offer. By the way, our friends at True Hemp Science heard how much I for one and I think you do too, Binkley love the Ultra Sports Muscle Rub. So, it helps my they- knee. I I really I am hooked on putting it on my wrist. And I'll tell you, I had a a prescription thing that I put on for 30 days and I did not feel the relief that I felt in just a few days from this stuff. Don't get it in your eyes, though. Well, my knee
1: barks at me after I play basketball and, you know, I'm still I can still go hard in the paint, but it's a little bit sore afterwards.
0: My daughter has knee problems and she absconded with my first batch of this stuff. So I had to reorder. But he will send you a half ounce jar of this great stuff, which is it's a 1999 value you, it's for limited time only, for, uh, while supplies last, for all Propaganda Report listeners who order $50 or more of CBD products from TrueHempscience.com, just use the coupon code, I believe it's P-R-P-C-O-D-E, P-R-P-C-O-D-E is the coupon code for that. And I also wanted to give a quick shout out to our patron, Saint Joseph, because... His shout-out is so awesome. He wants to shout-out to you and me, Brad, and to all of us who've had to work for the entirety of this crazy time. Joseph works at a lab, so he's continued to drive to work each and every day, keeping the Drive Time News Blast true to its name. He says you are with me on each drive, whether it's the main show or Patron 15. So thanks for the shout-out, Joseph.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. It's great. I'd like to say one more thing about... QAnon, because we've been pointing this out. There have been a lot of articles demonizing QAnon over the past couple weeks, and I saw some QAnon articles today, and the ones today were about how QAnon has fueled the rise of the anti-maskers. So that's a QAnon thing—is is not wanting to wear a mask. So if you don't wear a mask, you could very well be accused of supporting Q, which means you could fall into this demonized bucket that they're trying to create. It's unbelievable oh how gosh, they just try to throw wow. everything into these buckets to just marginalize People, opinions.
0: I was listening yesterday, and there was a, a like teacher or something crying. You know, totally sounded fake to me, but saying how she explains to people her terrible experience with covid and she begged her students to wear masks, But because it was optional, only three students had it and she heard other students taunting them. Can you believe it? It's outrageous. I'm sorry, but these are the same people who cry out because science I I, I never get enraged. I never get very, very hard for me to get enraged. I'm beginning to feel rage.
1: These people would have been Nazis in World War Two. They're totally, so blind to that. Totally, they're conformist. They don't ask questions. They would have fallen right in line with with Hitler and Nazi people, Germany.
0: They're dragging people off in New Zealand to quarantine camps. People who are well, and they're pressuring to get t- them to get tests. And if you get a positive test, you and some members of your family without tests might get dragged off to quarantine centers. And. Cherokee County, they've been talking about
1: the schools up there, the numbers of people in quarantine. Over 1,100 students and staffers are quarantined as a result. But they're, there's only 80 confirmed cases of coronavirus, while 1,100 students and staffs are quarantined. So, they're not just quarantining people who are testing positive. They're quarantining based on exposure to those people who are testing positive. So, look at it. 80 confirmed cases, 1100 people quarantined.
0: And then they're going to talk about how many people are quarantined. Right. And that, you know see, what they I mean? did it that. They explodes. did that last week
1: to make you think that that was the number of cases there were. So it was right. confusing in the way they reported, but come to find out, only 80 of these people <laughs> tested positive for anything. And meanwhile, the others are just quarantined.
0: I just can't get over when we ask legal man for hope and he's like, "Well, <laughs> Well, your kids won't survive. That's that. That's as good as it's gonna get. I mean, because I just, I, I keep going around in circles. Like, what, what is gonna come to me? Uh, it, look, it's crazy, and I don't know what's gonna come of it. But we just gotta keep on keeping on. We gotta believe in in some in that humanity will rise above because the people who are in charge obviously lack a fundamental sense of humanity, and we do outnumber them while yeah. supplies last.
1: Let me give you another thing from this Etowa high school story. Etowa became a national focus last week after a photograph showing scores of seniors huddled together without mask for a back to school moment that went viral online. I don't know if you saw that picture, but it was all over the mainstream news. Oh yeah, I did see that. And a bunch of kids outside taking a picture. A senior is like five minutes, they said that they were like that. For all we know, they were wearing masks inside. But that was used to point out how bad George is doing, how bad this district's doing. Well, it turns out that not one of those seniors from that picture were infected. None of them are infected. Yet that was the thing that threw this school into the national spotlight and controversy. Not one of those seniors in that they're trying to make you believe that you don't wear a mask, you instantly get a f- infected. None of these they're still connecting connecting it to these but buried in the bottom of the story oh yeah, none of those seniors have been infected.
0: That's crazy, but speaking of buried, can I just say uh, every time I see a flu death, kid dies of the flu, I always look in the story and buried in there somewhere is the mom said the kid got a a flu shot. They never verify whether he did or not. They act like the mom's lying to cover for herself. Nobody ever draws the possibility that... That he got sick from the flu shot. Well, they're talking about flu shot shortages right now. And do you remember when I brought the story a couple of weeks ago in the Wall Street Journal that said the Southern Hemisphere has basically eradicated the flu? They normally have tens of thousands of cases and now there are none, which if germ theory is correct, that should be what they expect And that also gives the lie to the fact that the CDC thing, the um, covid thing is spreading all over the place in any measurable way, because it is this lockdown thing apparently is actually working in suppressing viral transmission. I mean, I, I, you know, germ theory and terrain theory kind of overlap a bit. So it's hard to really completely understand where uh, what conclusions to draw, but the fact that they think they're going to be overwhelmed by needs for the flu shot when they could actually report uh, like what The Wall Street Journal drove by, was that actually the opposite? This should be the mildest flu season ever recorded like it is in the South.
1: I love how these measures of success are How quickly we get the flu shot, how many ventilators we get people to create using the uh, Defense Production Act, how much PPE we create, and it's not. And how many people are quarantined? It's not clear. Yeah, how many? It's not really clarifying on the nuances and helping people understand. It's all these other. We noted.
0: We noted from the first week of all this. The first week where they were changing their measurements, changing their testing, changing how they were reporting the numbers. And it was actually kind of a new phenomenon in that I was looking at it and saying, well, anybody who knows anything about math knows you have to restate prior numbers if what you're looking for is a trend. You can change it, but only if you're going to restate or show the numbers next to each other. And that that's just out the window to the point where the actual measurement is changed. It's not deaths. It's not cases. It's positives. It's quarantines. It's just it's just descending to where it's not even real numbers that have any basis on what you care about.
1: Yeah. And what they do is this, is either you accept the conclusions they present, the simplified conclusions, or if you start to say, wait a minute, these numbers are confusing. I'm not saying that... Everything is a lie. I'm not saying that this doesn't exist. I'm saying that there's a bunch of contradictions. There's a bunch of hypocrisy going on. There's a bunch of confusion. And I just want this to make more sense. If you start trying to go into the weeds and start to understand these nuances, then you instantly get thrown into the QAnon you're crazy. You're an anti-vaxxer bucket. So that's how they prevent people from even thinking deeply and asking questions about this is by instantly demonizing them into this, this group that they, they want to make out to be a villain during this 20, the next few months during this election.
0: I've got so much for the patron 15, including, I want to say something I read out of the fourth industrial revolution book by Klaus Schwab, the world economic forum guy, and how it relates to the heat wave that people are experiencing right now. So I love JJ Boogie's music. So you can definitely hit me hard and the DPP we don't have tonight. So I feel like grooving it's Friday, but we're going to have to wait till next week.
1: Fantastic. You guys can find your drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at ThePropReport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with The Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMV, go to Patreon.com slash PropagandaReport and become a patron. We will talk to you in the Patreon 15 or next week. Have a fantastic weekend.